Hello everyone, welcome to the Zephyr Lake Carmelite Evangelization Campaign. Today we are going to start a new article from the Compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church on the profession of faith, um, which is, From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. And today's question is 133. How does the Lord Jesus now reign? The Catechism tells us, As the Lord of the cosmos and of history, the head of his church, the glorified Christ mysteriously remains on earth, where his kingdom is already present in seed and in its beginning in the church. One day he will return in glory, but we do not know the time. Because of this, we live in watchful anticipation, praying, Come, Lord. Revelation chapter 22, verse 20. For my personal reflection today, as we just uh, read in the Catechism, Jesus possesses all power in heaven and on earth, and he is the Lord of the cosmos and of history, and uh, he is present in on this earth as well as in heaven at the same time. So how is Christ present on earth? Christ is present on this earth through his body, the church, because every baptized Christian is incorporated into the body of Christ. And that is a Catholic and the Christian belief. And so the, the Christians become the living presence of Christ on this earth. And it's a big obligation and a big responsibility. I'd like to read from Romans chapter 11 and 12 and uh, also kind of touch upon the fact that towards the end of time when Jesus comes again for the second time, before then, we anticipate that all the Gentiles and the Jews will be incorporated within the body of Christ. And we see that the um, uh, Israelites will be the last to be incorporated into the body of Christ. Um, the Gentiles will have to come in full number and then the Israelites would be saved. That's what uh, St. Paul says in Romans chapter 11, verse 25. Lest you be wise in your own conceits. And remember, St. Paul was converted and he was a well-read scripture scholar and a, he was well-read in his Jewish faith. And he says, I want you to understand this mystery, brethren. A hardening has come upon part of Israel, part of Israel, until the full number of the Gentiles come in. And so all Israel will be saved as it is written. The deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant with them when I take away their sins. As regards the gospel, they are enemies of God for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. So we know that at the end of time, the Catholic Church believes that the, the Jewish nation will be recognizing their Messiah. And uh, as Christians, uh, we have to be uh, good examples of Christ. And what does that mean? He goes on in chapter 12 of Romans to explain to, uh, to us how we are supposed to lead a good life so we can be good witnesses and not be anti-witnesses in this world for Christ. 
So he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And later on in uh, verse 9, he says, Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. In, in verse 12 he says, Rejoice in your hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. And verse 14 of Romans chapter 12, Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, live in harmony with one another, do not be haughty, but associated, associate with the lowly, never be conceited. Repay no one evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peacefully with everybody. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not overcome by evil. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And then later on in chapter 13, he continues to talk about love of neighbor. And then he says in thirteen, chapter 13, verse 11, Besides this, you know what hour it is, how it is full time now for you to wake up from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. And again in uh, John, who is also a beloved disciple of Jesus, he says, as well in John's uh, first letter he says the darkness is passing away in chapter 2 verses um, 8 onwards the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining he who says he is in light and hates his brother is in darkness still he who loves his brother abides in the light and in it there is no cause for stumbling but he who hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. And further down in first letter of John chapter 2 verse 18, he says, there's a warning against the Antichrist. He says, children, it is the last hour. And you see, as you have heard that Antichrist is coming, so now many antichrists have come, therefore we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out, that it might be plain that they are all are not of us. And, you know, he basically says further down in uh, chapter 3 of the same first letter of john chapter 3 he says beloved we are god's children now 
it does not yet appear what we shall be here he is referring to when jesus comes for the second time what we are going to be nobody knows only god knows how where in exact specificity and detail how we will be transformed but he says but we know that when jesus appears we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is so that's what we believe as christians that jesus will come and in fact during um the second uh, part of the eucharist we are praying for um during the holy mass we are praying for the hastening of christ's return by praying come lord jesus and that is prayed that prayer is prayed every time that we celebrate holy mass because we truly believe that after ascension there is the second coming that jesus promised and that we will all be able to uh be participating in jesus's glory in heaven and i would uh, like to conclude by reading from uh catechism of the catholic church paragraph 674 the glorious messiah's coming is suspended at every moment of history until his recognition by all israel for a hardening has come upon part of israel in their unbelief toward jesus saint peter says to the jews of jerusalem after pentecost repent therefore and turn again that your sins may be blotted out that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord that he may send the christ appointed for you jesus whom heaven must receive until the time for you uh, for establishing all that god spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old and saint paul echoes him for if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead the full inclusion of the jews in the messiah's salvation in the wake of the full number of the gentiles will enable the people of god to achieve the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ in which god may be all in all so we know that the second coming of christ cannot happen until all the gentiles are received into the church and then all the jews are received into the church so this is what the catholic church believes and this is what we pray for on a daily basis around the world and uh, that's my faith as well and in order to be able to learn more about this faith a deeper understanding is required and also a constant prayer and seeking of the truth in the heart with an open heart with a open mind and a personal relationship with the heavenly father and his son and the holy spirit so that's my reflection for today have a blessed day everyone and thank you for listening